0: Good afternoon. Today we will continue to go through the Gospel of John on this topic of who do you say I am. And we are on part three of this conversation that Jesus had with Nicodemus. And Jesus have told Nicodemus in the, the last part, which we were dealing with, that in verse 14 and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him should not perish but have ever- everlasting life we talked about that in the last uh, the last part on how Jesus using illustrations, Use a historical account that happened during Moses when they were leaving Egypt and going to the promised land in Numbers chapter 21, verse four through nine. And Moses lifted the serpent. He made a brazen serpent or bronze serpent according to the command of God and lifted it up because the people was under judgment there because of their sin and God sent judgment upon them, and they were dying. So they went to Moses, asking Moses uh, to pray to God for mercy. God gave Moses an answer. Moses uh, followed the instructions of God by creating this bronze serpent and placed it on the pole, lifted it up. Anybody that looked at the bronze serpent, they, should, they would live, they would cure, they would heal of the bite that the serpent given them. Jesus said that was an illustration. He point back to that, and used that as an illustration of what was going to happen to him. That when he, the son of man, be lifted up, whoever believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Man is under judgment for their sin. The penalty of that uh, sin is death. And God have given and extended us mercy and grace, and that he judged Jesus. He placed Jesus on a cross, that when Jesus was insulted, Jesus was lifted up on the cross, people was to look to the cross and live. He's saying in verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now we get to verse 18. And Jesus continued to go He say, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned keyword, already. And he said because, and this is the because it gives him why he's condemned already. Is said because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. So he who believes in him is not guilty. Is That was condemned is be declared guilty. So if you believe in Jesus, the Son of Man who lifted up, who God gave as an evidence of his law, they say, When you believe in him, you are not guilty. But when we offer salvation to any bystander, any individual, and they have the opportunity to accept the gospel, any person, even if they don't make a choice for christ and they don't believe they have already chose he say, but he who does not believe is condemned already all people are already condemned already it is not the fact of not being condemned it is that when you are offered the gospel you have a choice you have an option you have a you have been given the option to be able to go from condemned already or guilty already guilty to made righteous, which we call justification. That's why we say we're justified. We have been made righteous. We understand that we was guilty for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's Roman 3, 23. Romans six twenty three 23 say, for the wages of sin is death. So when we go through life living apart from God, every human being have made choices apart from God. Every human being have done that. Every human being have thought thoughts that we weren't supposed to think. Every human being have done something that we wasn't supposed to do. Every human being have overlooked the good that we were supposed to do. Every human being have done something contrary to the faith, the conscience. Every human being have done that. Every human being have broken God's commandment. Every human being. And we have, when we have made those choices before a holy God, he declares us guilty and the wages, the payment for the choices, the ungodly choices we have committed is them. We go to work and we work and at the end of the week we receive a payment. In this life, we don't live apart from God and the payment that we deserve from God is hell. But Romans 6, 23 don't end at that. They say the gift of God is eternal life. So when we go and we give the gospel to people, we're giving the gospel to guilty people and giving them the option, giving them the opportunity to go from guilty to not guilty. And the reason, because, the reason that they are guilty is because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. It's not about your good works. It's not about any of that. But once you turn down the sun, you turn down salvation, your guilt is still above your head. You must pay the penalty for your sins. Verse 19 saying, this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. Who is the light? According to John chapter one, verse four, it say in him was life and the life was the light of man. And then we drop down to verse seven. We're gonna read verse six. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This, This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. This light is speaking about Jesus Christ. So it's saying he, and back in John chapter three, verse 19, it's saying, this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. The light, the true presence of God, the um, the, the godly life have came into this world. And men, love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. This is the the, the guiltiness. It's a, and then verse, 30, uh, verse 20 Say for everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. So it's a matter of the will, of the moral, of the personal lifestyle, of the person deeds. People don't, I have asked people, do they believe in Jesus and witness to different people? And uh, some people have told me they're not ready to give their life up. Uh, they, they're not ready to devote themselves to Jesus. They're not ready to give up their ungodly behavior. Uh, So it be the matter of people do not want to give up their own wicked life, their wickedness. They want to cling more to their sin than to come to the light and allow the light to expose it. So they cling to the darkness. It says, for everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light. At least his deeds should be exposed. People get convicted when they come to the light. That's why dark people go into a church where people are speaking the truth. Because of the light, it's supposed to dark and people get condemned, people get convicted. And some people don't like the conviction that they be on, so they run away from it. When I look at this verse, I see things like, the three things gonna happen. One, when you speak in the gospel to the people, uh, we hope for the person that could be converted and believe in the gospel. Two, uh, the people either go on, they listen and they run from the gospel. Uh, three, they, uh, they try to shut out the light. They try to, they're going to persecute it because they hate it so much. Uh, so, when the light, they're going to try to cut off the light. They're going to try to break the light if they can't cut the light off. So, they're going to try to do whatever they can to stop the light from shining because the, shine, the light is shining on their own ungodly deeds. For example, if you look at Genesis chapter 4, we look at the, the thing that happened with Cain and Abel. Uh, the Bible tells us in 1 John that Cain killed Abel because his own works were wicked. The life of the life of Abel, the life of faith and righteousness of Abel, was it, it exposed the wickedness of Cain. Exposed him. He was jealous, uh, and not only that, but of the, the course the, 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 the condemnation and conviction that come from the. Rebuke of God Almighty, causing and birthing more hatred within the heart of Cain. But it's the Bible also say that why did Cain kill him because his own works were evil, and that just goes to show you if the if the light don't convert and the light would not be put out, then the person try to put that light out by persecution. Uh, Verse twenty-one says, "But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God." So we just, uh, and this, and it's important. This is important. This gives the reason why people don't want to come. So we, when we minister to others, we need to take heart and understand that this is no abnormal thing. This is a thing that Jesus spoken about that people are gonna cling to their own darkness because they love their evil deeds. People are not gonna come to the truth, but we know people that come to the truth only because God dragged their individual heart to the truth. So allow allow us to learn from this conversation that Nicodemus had with Jesus, things that we need to learn and we need to align ourselves to the truth first, from the first part, that no one will, cannot see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. One cannot enter the kingdom of God unless he's born again. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which born of the Spirit is spirit. It's the sovereign work of God, according to John chapter 3, verse 8. And Jesus used an illustration of the wind to compare it into the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, Nicodemus couldn't understand it, but he was a teacher of Israel, the teacher of Israel. He looked like a man of God, teaching others about God, yet don't know as much as he thinks he knows about God. Jesus used an illustration, uh, a historical thing that happened in Numbers chapter 21, verse 4 through 9, that was a type that was to illustrate what Jesus was going to do, be lifted up in that. People people today can look to him and live. And it shows, verse 16, give us a revelation of God. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So we know God, because God loved, God gave. Because God loved, God gave a free choice for whoever's believed. And not only that, but he did that because he did not want any to perish. He gave a mean for us to be saved. Verse 17 said, For God did not send his son into the world to make the world guilty, but that the world through him could be saved. He's trying to save the world. He sent Jesus to save the world. And then we get to verse 18 through 20, the revelation of uh, what we get today, what we draw for today, even though God wants all to be saved. Verse 18 through 20, testify that man won't. Not because of anything that God done, but because of that man. That man will to stay within his own darkness. So we need to learn, repent, believe in the gospel, turn away from our ungodly ways. I heard this song. I heard a verse by Lecrae. He said, I had to doubt my own doubts to lay faith in. Important verse, I mean, important punchline. I had to doubt my own doubts to let faith in. Just give way to God. Put away the sinful desires and put away the reason and thinking that that life satisfies just for you to have something that way more eternally. And I just pray that this message touch and move people's hearts according to the grace and mercy of the sovereign work of God. May he be glorified from this time and forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.